Hello and welcome to When Life Takes Shape. This is the podcast where we discuss all moments, experiences, everything and anything that has shaped your life. Nothing is off limits. I'll be bringing on guests and I'll also be doing some solo episodes. So I hope you guys enjoy. So welcome back everybody. And today we welcome Tilly to the When Life Takes Shape podcast. Welcome Tilly. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, me and Tilly actually met. 2019. Was it 2019? Mm-hmm. When I was doing my fitness competitions. I don't know if you guys know about these. I think I've touched on it before, but um, there was a point in my life where I dabbled in a little bit of bodybuilding. Well, the competitions we did weren't exactly bodybuilding, yeah, but that's all. Passion, but they were definitely tied into, we dieted and we got on a stage, didn't we? Yeah, and we flexed those muscles. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was super fun. And we've just stayed in contact ever yeah. since, haven't we? So we did two competitions together and then yeah, it's been, that was like years ago, wasn't it? But just always kind of kept each other, like following yeah. each other and just saw what each other was doing. Supporting each other. You know, girls support girls or women support women. So yeah, and then here we are now, 2023. I know, That's it's a crazy, crazy, crazy time. Yeah. So um, when when I first met Tilly, she was actually working in a, a corporate job. Yeah. Or were you studying at that time? I think I was probably at uni because I graduated in 2020. So I would have been at uni in 2019, but like finishing up. Yeah. Yeah. And what what was it you were studying then? Quantity surveying and commercial management. So the complete opposite of what I do now. Yeah. So so talk us through like what kind of like how come because at the moment, what what is it you're doing? Online coaching, um, personal training and... I have a couple of things on the side, like completely different. I rent dresses, I rent clothes and bags. Um, Incredible. Yeah, which is obviously picks up a lot during the winter and a lot during the summer, people going on holiday and stuff. So I have like a good collection of clothes I've kind of been building over the last few years. And then I just, yeah, started renting them out. It's become like a huge sustainable fashion movement. And I just joined on, there's like two really good apps I use for that. And yeah, no, that's just fun, but that's really fun to do. It's like, I can buy stuff and I'm also like, oh, it's gonna get rented. So like. It's fine, I can justify it. <laughs> no, I literally love that because it's all about the multiple income streams. Mm-hmm. Definitely that. Yeah, branching out. But yeah, so predominantly I do online and um, physique coaching, transformation coaching. Uh, people who just want to build muscle, lose fat, want to compete potentially, um, photo shoot, just like feel really good about themselves. I teach them everything about nutrition, training, um, lifestyle, habit tracking, habit building, and yeah. The same way, like we had coaches throughout fitness. I basically do what my original coach did. So, but better actually. Because my original <laughs> coach was like, okay, just send me your weight and pictures every week. Like he didn't know anything about the detail that actually my current coach kind of taught me, like is super important how you're sleeping, how's your digestion, how's your stress levels, menstrual cycle. Like I want to do females only, but yeah. I am um, taking on males as well um, in the time, like for the time being now. But I think eventually I'll be like a female only coach because I just, I'm female. And obviously I want to help females more I think um, I understand the female body better because it's mine I live with that that is the thing I I honestly do believe I think there's some coaches out there that are amazing Mm -hmm. that can coach you know the opposite sex but ultimately you know you live in this body Mm -hmm. women yeah they'll never fully understand us and we'll never fully understand them and really it's like you need to kind of take take that and and run with with Mm -hmm. your strengths Mm -hmm. um so so yeah so you 
sorry, just just going back again. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So you um, graduated, yes, from uni and started as quantity surveyor. Yeah, yep. And so, what what was it that like? How come you've gone from doing that to now online coaching? Was it to do with the competitions? Well, I actually got my PT qualification in twenty seventeen because I just returned from the Caribbean. I used to live there for five years and I was planning on going back and I thought, what's a job that I'm good at, that I like fitness and I could do anywhere in the world? PTing. So I was like, cool, get your qualification and then go back out there because who wouldn't want to be in the Caribbean full time? Plans changed, ended up going to uni instead. So I had that behind me and I was into fitness. I was going to the gym a lot. Didn't have a click my sweat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have a fucking clue about nutrition. So my body was not a reflection of the work I was putting in because I wasn't fueling it properly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I had a few people just kind of be like, oh, you know, I'd love to do what you're doing. Like, would you sell me a program, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, okay, I'll take on a few clients. So I did help a few people as I got better, as I started competing, as I started understanding more and more. But I graduated and I got a job in construction, which was full time and give 100% to construction because that's what I thought I wanted to do. So I stopped taking on any new clients and kind of in a nice way, faded out the clients I had and just said, like, I'm going to stop coaching in a few months. And then I yeah really loved the company that I worked with. I moved up quite quickly, um, really got into it, moved to a different company, stopped liking it. And I was watching a, like a lot of people doing really well, doing something they loved. And I thought... What I was like, what am I doing running around on scaffolds at you know 7 a.m. in the morning, freezing cold, when I could be helping people at something that I know and something that I have a lot of passion and knowledge about? Like, and the, yeah. those, those two things together, you're good at whatever you put your mind to, as long as you have those two things, you're good. So, yeah, I just um, took the big whim and quit my job. Um, so, yeah, just going back <laughs> to that, how like. So, so you know, you've you've gone to uni, you've mm-hmm. you've put in all this work, yeah. You've um, you know, graduated, amazing, tried it, and then and also, how old were you at this this point? So this was twenty nine because it was just last year. Yeah, yeah. So and then so how what was going through your mind when you were kind of thinking to yourself, shit, like maybe this isn't what I want to do. I want to do something else. Yeah you know is that the same like were you thinking safe like what like what what was the thoughts going through your head i was thinking stay in this job um it's a solid income coming in every month whilst i build online and then take the leap but life has other plans and it wasn't going you know wasn't going that well um i think me and the company were both on the same page like not really getting on so it was more out of my choice than any other, like in any other way. So I thought, well, I'm just going to leave now. And I thought, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really happy that I put myself in that scary situation because I gave it 100% very quickly. Whilst it probably wasn't ready to be branded, all you need is yourself and your passion and your knowledge. Those you're two right, you're things. Right. So you need, so whether... Like, I knew I had to make it work. There was nothing else. I had just brought and moved into a house. I had a mortgage payment to be, like, I was then responsible. <laughs> Literally, within that week that I quit, I moved house and I left the place slash the relationship-ish that I was in at that moment. So, a big life ch- three big life changes in one week. But I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. Um, what, so, what would be your advice to someone who is feeling that they're kind of like stuck in a job that they you know is not bringing them joy but mm-hmm. equally it, it, that's the same 
option is is scary it's you know yeah there, there's so many other factors to think about what like what advice would you give them figure out what you want to do <laughs> i mean i would say like it's, it's a good idea to have a plan and obviously i had a plan but my plan didn't go to plan because i just did it like that you know within a week so just do it like i know i sound a bit like nike here but <laughs> it's <laughs> Just do that big scary thing because if you can get through the hardest moments when life is at its worst, then you can get through when life starts to all come together, when life takes shape. What? <laughs> you see what I did there? Hey. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Like, you can get on brand. And it's so, and that's so true and it's so relevant. Like, just, just do the thing that scares you the most. And I've done that pretty much throughout the last five years of my life, and this has been the best five years of my life like my life before moving to london when i when everything was cushy is nothing compared to actually the things i've done in the last five years because i was scared or because i just thought yeah fuck it yeah. i'll do that fuck it i'll do that you know and just yeah you put yourself in situations and it works so out i guess hard. what it seems what is so great is like you know you decided there was something else you wanted to do mm -hmm. you had the plan that didn't mean that you're just going to like quit your job mm -hmm. you know you have to put in the work at the beginning and and do both things that you can kind of merge them but what was so great about your situation is that you had this plan to do that but actually things worked out in a better way yeah and you could never have even dreamt of that being the way it went right no and that's what shows you it's just like you actually never know never what know. life is going to throw at you mm -hmm. and you just have to go and live how you want to be living yeah. in the present moment, how you want to be living in the future. Exactly. And you have to, I kept saying to myself, because my mum obviously and my parents and I told them, oh, I've left. And I told them what the plan was. And then I was like, oh, well, yeah, I quit. And I told them about three weeks after I already wasn't working, I quit that job. I didn't want to tell them because I didn't want to scare them. Because, you know, they're traditional in the fact that they want, they just want me to be secure and they want me to be safe. And they liked that I had that income and everything was, you know, set. Yeah, and there I was, like just throwing a sparrow in the works. And when, even when I said I want to go out on my own, they were like, "Oh, you know, it's like, well, we trust you and we trust what you want to do, but mm, just not known for them like it is for mm. our generation now." I mean, that's amazing having like supportive parents because yeah. there's people out there who's like would would have just been like, "No, don't do it." Like, what yeah. do you think you're doing? Blah mm -hmm. blah blah blah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're never gonna make it, and that's that's so sad. People Shit. really don't have that. Yeah. Um, but I did say, look, you can't give 100% to something if 50% of your energy is in another job or is in something that I cannot yeah. like, that's taking up a big chunk of my time. How am I going to do all the things I want to do that I need to do in order to build the brand that I want for myself? Well, physical can't. and mental. Literally. Like the time and the mental capacity mm -hmm. you have to take to not only be in that other job, but to then change it's you know put on the other hat isn't it to the other job it's, yeah. it's a lot it's a lot yeah no it's, it's um yeah it comes down to what where you put your energy and splitting your time properly i just i don't know if i would have been able to hats off to people who do do those two you know massive separate things everything i do kind of coincides even though they're separate it's okay because it's on my own time but if i had to give nine ten hours of my day to someone else then where does my time to do what I want for myself and for my business come in? I mean, I guess like, because actually now we're talking about this, I, I did the same thing going into my business, mm -hmm. my beauty business. Like I was working for an amazing company um, and 
so that was like my my full-time job mm -hmm. and then in the evenings I did lashes at home but I was only needed from like you know nine till five and it was very much like your job is at work and yeah. then you can leave it at work so I think that's why it was a bit easier for me um, and I guess you do you do find that drive though when it is you that's how you know it's something that you really want to do mm -hmm. because you will still do it after that really long day mm -hmm. you know so now that you've you know you're completely in out of the other industry mm -hmm. and you're completely your own boss you're doing online coaching you do a few in person right yes i do i'm in a gym about two or three days a week which is just fun keeps it fresh and then you're also yourself yes. competing still as yes. well you've done amazing Thanks. please tell us tell us your kind of like quickly your little journey yeah. on your competitions it's obviously changed since we did the 2019 we were doing like fitness and fashion i don't know if anyone listening to this knows like purely wbff they're completely different they're more like beauty pageants mm -hmm. aren't they like and you just have to diet a little bit um whereas what i moved into was a bit more of like a bodybuilding style mpc ifbb um, where you're judged on obviously your hair your makeup how you look but also your physique as it, as it stands on stage nothing else not how many followers you have not you know this because it's just it's so like that in in this in sport in general but especially when it comes to um Some these federations yeah i've noticed it big time so i moved to one that i believe is the least political and like you know people win and they have zero followers or they don't even have instagram so that's when you kind of know okay this is where I want to go. And obviously I won that IFBB Pro Guard. So I have to go NPC and in the UK, that's with two bros. So that's where we're at now. I'm with a really good coach, um, a massive coaching team in the UK. They do a lot of bikini athletes. They make a lot of noise. So that's really fun because I was with a coach um, actually from the Caribbean. So he, although he knew the IFBB, it wasn't, um, it wasn't how these, like this coach knows the ins and outs. So yeah, that's what I'm doing now. I competed in 2022, I was going to say 2020, which I did, but yeah. God, like that was last year. It's not, no, 2022 like, was last you year. like that, don't you? Fuck. Um, I did two shows and that's where I actually found my love for it. I don't think I loved it in the first two seasons. And I don't, I, I did it because obviously I liked it enough to do it again, but I didn't like it like last year. Something switched inside me and I was like, oh no, like this now ties in to who I'm trying to be, who I am. Yeah. And who, you know, who I was, but the better version. So I guess like this is where it's for you personally, doing these competitions has actually been a massive impact on the way you're shaping your life now, I guess. A hundred percent. I mean, I really stepped up last year from the daily routines, the daily habits, the non-negotiables, thing that I had to do every day to be my best self. I have then taken that forward. And even though right now I'm in like a building season, so we're trying to get fluffy. <laughs> we're getting extra games, muscle, games, games. all the games. Um, and I'm not afraid to, yeah, to put on that extra bit of fluff. Like it's cold outside. I need to, I need to stay warm. Yeah. And being lean, you're not warm. So <laughs> yeah, their hands won't do it. No, literally. <laughs> Um, yeah, just um, gaining a bit of muscle before I start prep in April and then we are going balls to wall. Like, this is a serious year. I'm chasing that pro card and I'm not going to stop until I get it. So everything I've learned over, well, you know, I've learned for the, my whole life almost, especially fitness. I started lifting about seven years ago and mm -hmm. then properly about four years ago. Um, 
has led up to like this year. I feel like this year's the year. So I th like I'm <laughs> I'm super interested. I mean, obviously I I I have an idea because I've had to kind of live that life mm -hmm. too. But I'm sure like a lot of my listeners will be really intrigued into like so what you know daily habits etc mm -hmm. routines everything makes a pro yeah a pro bodybuilder like what what have you learned what is like how are you how yeah talk, talk us through it so it's that structure of the day and i know that obviously it doesn't always go to plan but if you have a structure and you do that consistently you know, 99, 90% of the time, then you're going to be fine. Those every, you know, like PMS right now for me, I've like, I'm stressy, I'm moody, I don't sound it, but you know, I, I know the difference in my body. Yeah. I might be like, I did train this morning, but was it my best session? Probably not, but does that matter? No, because consistently I push myself yeah. every single day. It's okay, once a month, once every two months, if I have like an mm day, but regardless we wake up at i mean it depends 5 a.m is my aim 5 30 sometimes i do fasted cardio on my training day so i have a bike at home yeah as you can see um and i hop on that just 20 minutes i mean I'll, yeah this is my routine right now yeah obviously, no this is amazing just like get obviously it changes doesn't <laughs> when it when i'm doing competing and when i'm not but for for example i woke up today at five i went to i did my fasted cardio went to the gym um, did some steps after the gym on the treadmill. It's freezing cold in there, but I didn't even want to go outside because it was colder. Came back, did some check-ins. So I have girls that, you know, check in with me the same way I check in with my coach. Send photos. We have like weekly trackers so I can see how everything went for you uh, this week. Your sleep, your, you know, everything we just spoke about. Um, digestion, menstrual cycle, diet here and steps, blah, blah, blah. Have you ticked those boxes? Yes or no? Um, and then got you from the station but i would have carried on working i would have done content probably filming so obviously my instagram's changed a lot in the last like couple of months i'd say or even like yeah. last month i was like no this is not you're not being you like bring yeah. some, bring something better you can do this better. Is the thing that you have to just be authentic to yeah. who you are because it will always be you yeah. and you you won't actually have to really you know fight against anything because yeah. You're just being yourself. Exactly. So probably film some content. I'd go and do more steps. My step goal at the minute is 11 to 12K, which is quite manageable for me because I'm always just doing something. Obviously, I'm, I cook all my meals, so I meal prep. So it's all yeah. just there. I don't have to worry about anything. Um, I pretty much eat the same foods every day unless I'm going out for dinner or unless I've got like a family thing on. And is that, would you say you eat the same foods because it's easier for you to keep track of that? Well, if I'm on a meal plan, I don't even yeah. need to track it. Like, I just, I am told what to eat, and I'm, yeah. this is the food that I like, and yeah. so I just eat it. Like, so that, that, take, that takes the kind of, the, the extra of, oh, yeah. of stress and thought yeah, out of it. Yeah, I'm not tracking yeah. it. I'm not, I cannot be bothered. Like, but then in off-season, when I've got loads of calories, like, we're talking, like, 3,000 calories a yeah. day, I can't get 3,000 calories in of, like, broccoli and chicken. Because oh, I'm just, yeah. I'm so full all the time. So uh -huh. I do macro track. And yeah, I have loads of flexibility. I can eat wherever I want as long yeah. as it fits in with my macros, basically. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of cooking. It's a lot of um, washing up. But I did get a dishwasher with this house. So <laughs> hey, yes. When I was <laughs> prepping and I was, oh my God, just washing up endlessly. I yeah. cannot tell you the amount of towelware I had just everywhere. I can relate. <laughs> oh, and then, yeah, it's just more like working on things or ideas, making yeah content, brand stuff. And then... It's about eight o'clock at this point, and I go to bed at eight thirty. 
So I'm yeah. gonna because I can wake up at five because yeah, I can't, I'm an early person now. I'm not a late person. I yeah. changed that. I used to be the other way around. Yeah, I used to work nights. Yeah, so I've got. I used to be going to bed now when I wake up, which That's is wild. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, but now I'm like no five a.m. I guess that like going 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 to that. It's very much like you know make your schedule work to to you mm-hmm. this is the thing it's like yes there is so much out there that says you know you need you should be up at five five thirty etc 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 but if your job is going to keep you till later yeah you know don't feel you have to be up at that time absolutely what it more it what it more is that <laughs> does not make sense you know people need to remember that saying to get up at five five thirty is so you're making the most out of your day yeah you know you need to make sure that there's those many hours in the day that you are, you know, taking, making the most of. Mm-hmm. And then making sure, obviously, you're getting the right amount of sleep as yeah. well. Like, sleep is just so, so important. Oh, my God. It's that I preach it. Sleep is king for everything. If I didn't go to, if I went to bed at 12 a.m., I'm not waking up at 5 because yeah. I need more than five hours. Yeah. But I go to bed early so I can wake up at five because I'm just a morning person. I like to have these really long days. It might even mean that I've got more time to chill during the day because I did wake up so early. I've lost nothing as opposed to staying maybe in bed till, I don't know, 8, 9 a.m. I'd rather have those few hours of work, steps, gym ticked off. Then I don't have, you know, I can do whatever I want with those few hours I actually exactly. saved. Exactly. And it is really great being up before like other people or before you feel like your day begins. Yeah. It is nice. Like morning routines are so, so important. Mm-hmm. And I always find like when I have nailed my morning routine, like the rest of my life is just, just, it's it's, it's place, so, yeah, it? it is just so good. And life is amazing. Yeah. Um, but I just say to people like, don't feel bad if you, you feel you can't get up at five. No. And it's, some people that's, are night people. Yeah, that's some like, people work yeah. better at night. Some people work night yeah. shifts. Like that's fine. I'm not, I don't, I feel like this, I feel like this a lot that people kind of like, I'm judging them if they don't go mm. to the gym, if they don't, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care what anyone else does. Yeah. That's like, I mean, yeah, that's a big thing. I think people, it used to be when we were out for dinner, people would say what I would do and, you know, they'd go, oh, oh, I shouldn't be eating this, you know, straight away. And I think, mate, I, you do think I'm looking at the I don't care what you yeah. eat. Please enjoy, like, enjoy your pizza. Yeah. Enjoy your broccoli. Like, I don't care. No one cares what anyone else is doing. So I don't tell people I wake up at five. Yeah. I don't shout about it on social media. Guys, you need to wake up early. Like, no, you don't. No. Do what works for you. Yeah. It works for me when it works for me. But if yeah. I don't wake up at five, I'm going to beat myself All up you need to it. preach about is that you've nailed your morning routine. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You yeah. don't need to put times on it or no. anything. As long as you have a morning routine that is setting you up for the day yeah. and that is making you have a lot of progress mm-hmm. and you're gaining from it and it's yeah that's all that matters yeah it's all that matters some people maybe only have time to have a 30 minute morning routine or Mm -hmm. whatever it is you just need to make sure that everything that you do in that morning is feeding everything it's all positive it's all lifting up it's giving you energy yeah that's that's all that all that matters yeah i would say if you could but this is only if you actually can ask yourself if you can wake up just 20 minutes, half an hour earlier than what you would normally. Yeah. I slowly started doing that, just increments by half an hour earlier and earlier and earlier. To be, 
just to be peaceful and calm in the morning. Yeah. I used to hate getting up, straight out of bed, shower, mm-hmm. out the door. No, yeah. no, just having that extra time to have a coffee, to do something for you, like whatever it might be. Like for yeah. me, it was to have like a nice coffee with my currently broken coffee machine. But yeah, it's like little things that I think they did help me. I felt really good having my coffee in the morning and yeah. then starting to get ready. Not just running out the door. Like that was when I was in a high stress, like it was a stressful job. Yeah. And now, yeah, all that stress is gone. And it completely it? reflects. And, and, and do you know what? I'm curious. I, I wonder whether if you did this, if you had a, a, a calmer morning routine, whether you would have still found your job as stressful. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of a little bit like, I wonder, I wonder. I mean, yeah. obviously you ne- you didn't enjoy it. So the fact that you didn't enjoy it is going to bring stress. Yeah. But I definitely think that if you are in a high stress job, mm-hmm. um, start those mornings because it, it sets the tone for the day, doesn't it? Yeah, it completely does. And just to quickly plug a book, that I think is amazing, I and it really, say. it really makes you. I wonder if you know. Yeah. Um, really makes you kind of like, kind of, yeah. Thought, blah, blah, blah. It makes <laughs> you realise how amazing like morning routines are and how important they are. It's called the Miracle Morning. Oh. Okay. So it's not the same one, is it? The five a.m. Uh, five a.m. Club. I haven't. I haven't um, actually read this one. I know. So I'm guessing, so, so yeah, Tilly's saying the 5am club and... I literally just put a book in front of her. Yeah, the like, put my books behind me. I mean, I actually haven't read this one yet and I have oh, a nice. million books I need to read this year. So I will add this to the, to the list, but... Do it. Um, one I read last year, which really changed my mindset um, a lot, had a really, really, really positive um, influence on me, was the, mor- the Miracle Morning. Okay. It is amazing and it doesn't take long to read, mm-hmm. it, but it's, it really, it is, it's a really good one. And it's one of those books as well that I think that like, if you have a Kindle, I, I got it on my Kindle, but I actually want to buy it so that I've yeah, got it in, I so thing. that you can keep reading it and mm-hmm. you can like, you know, highlight certain bits mm-hmm. and because it's one of those books that you just would, would want to keep reading to keep like, keep kind of reminding Ingesting. yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. you have the key, it's a constant work, you're in a constant process yeah always 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 and like it's not going to take that one time you're not gonna you know i read that book and yeah i had amazing mornings for a while but then Mm. as soon as one thing slips you slip into old habits because it's just so easy easy. yep it's so easy it's our subconscious takes over and you 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 don't even know that you're doing it until you're back in the yeah back in the old habits yeah exactly which is you know where where we kind of feel more safe but that's just going in your comfort zone obviously yeah Back to the caveman times, but yeah. um, but no, this this is what so I usually do everything by audiobook, and then if I really like it, I get the physical version to do exactly that. Start highlighting it, start just you know flicking through it every now and again, but own your morning, elevate your life was like it sticks wow. with me. And some yeah. of the stuff that he says is just so like oh, it makes perfect sense. It's like it is waking up before people are awake, doing twenty minutes of uh, working out. And I'm I like, that's funny because mm-hmm. I do 20 minutes of cycling in the morning, you know, not even realizing yeah. that had anything to do with like what he was saying. That's just what I do anyway. Various other things, especially reading, like, and I know, and I don't do that. And that is something that I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'm really not going to tell people they need to sit down for half an hour and read in the mornings because yeah. is that realistic? Probably not. Yeah. For the majority of people, it's probably not. But I do have books in my bag. So when I get maybe when I used to go on the tube and stuff, I'd have a book there and I would read and it would be the morning. So yeah. There is some sort of truth in that. Yeah. But do I sit down and read in the mornings? No, I don't. I post on Instagram. 
Because like that's my routine now. That is what I have to do. Yeah. On YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I mean that's so sad, <laughs> but it is what it is, and I'm doing it for a reason. So yeah, you know, I've got no shame in it. That's that's like that's your job now. Yes. That's, that's... People are like, you need to be off your phones in the morning, and I'm thinking, oh, not when you run an online business, like. Because it's that's yeah that's a nice way to like try and tell everyone that you don't go on social media when yeah. you're on social media telling everyone this. Yeah. But yeah, it's not realistic when that is your business. So it's yeah. like what applies to you doesn't apply to anyone else, and that's with everything. Yeah, that's, with everything. that's the thing. That's why you have to mold and make your own. Like it's all well and good getting in, like you know, reading all these things, listening to all these podcasts. Mm-hmm. I mean, even listening to us, you know. Yeah. Um, you have to. You, you basically have to take take everything that you learn. And mold it into what apply it. To yeah, how, yeah, yeah. To what you do exactly. You have to make it work for yourself. Because my routine won't suit you. No Your way. routine won't suit me, and that's no. fine. You just have to do what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess like your life completely kind of changed, but yeah. for the better yeah. now. And now you're you're basically helping other women, mm-hmm. and um, that's amazing. So like, yeah. what you know, what is it that you mainly feel that you 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 do work a lot with your clients like what comes up a lot would you say so with my clients and just with women in general it's a lot of changing the way that they think because of diet culture because of what they've been taught for so long that carbs are bad for you that you can't eat carbs after 6 p.m you know stuff that maybe i think at one point i probably believed and i can't really remember a time that i i wish i said i've been there that yeah. I hadn't because I hadn't dieted until I did a prep. Yeah, that was my first experience of a diet, and that was like obviously the strictest thing. Wow, ever. I mean, you're lucky. Mm-hmm. I never had. I've done all <laughs> the stupid ones. Yeah, see, and like a lot of people have, and I wish I could say I've been there. Um, I did the uh, Beyonce lemonade diet. Oh stop! <laughs> I mean, I watched that documentary, and she was saying she didn't eat carbs, but that she only had honey, and I thought. This is what I mean. Yeah, so I had... I mean, you're telling millions of girls, you don't yeah. eat honey as a carb, honey is pure carbs. So it was um, water... Um, cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper, lemon, like freshly squeezed lemon. Yeah. And um, it was actually made like maple syrup. Maple or, syrup. Yeah, whatever yeah. the pure Oh, even better. But <laughs> obviously you're like, oh yeah, the organic, the pure one. So it's, yeah, it so means it's that it's, it's really good for you and mm-hmm. that this is going to be amazing and everything. And um, do you know what? In a way, like, I... <sighs> It's a hard one because it it actually like I did actually feel really good, but it's because yeah. I I didn't I didn't kind of take it as a way that like oh I I'm going to use this to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think at the time I did it more as like a detox, yeah, to kind of flush my body through. I mean, this isn't me telling everyone to go and do that. Um, no, don't detox. Don't don't. Detox. <laughs> That's not if like no, um, it doesn't exist. Don't do that. But what was really sad is that so many people that I see around me would be using those kind of things to actually Quick fix weight loss. Yeah, to want to lose weight, and yeah. it was really. Um, I guess for me, it was actually seeing other people around me um, trying to do all of this that made me realise what the fuck am I actually doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? It's not a quick fix. You know what you need to do, Sean, and it's just... Unfortunately, but, it is the... Yeah, but unfortunately, way. a lot of people are, will surround themselves with people that are also doing all these quick fixes. So that's what they think they need mm-hmm. to do. And it they're not going... in friendship groups. Yeah. And my, if I can teach anyone anything, it's to, well, you can eat whatever the fuck you want. As long as you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose fat. Yeah. And you can eat whatever you want if you're in a surplus you're gonna gain yeah like two very simple principles yeah it's so like it's so simple but people have overcomplicated it 
made it dangerous. Yeah. And they're spreading, you know, lies, false information to sell a product, to sell a program. It's so dangerous. And it's so frustrating. But it's just, yeah, it's just trying to help um, females understand that, understand that you can, that you can eat, you can eat anything. And it's especially the carbs thing for me. That it's, that just seems to be everyone's scared of, everyone's scared of that. As well as everyone's scared of going to the gym, lifting weights, not feeling confident or not wanting to get bulky. Like another notion, I'm like, Mm, you, you know how long it do you know it takes years yeah to put on a little bit of muscle we were touching this earlier weren't yeah. we just touching a little bit this, <laughs> touching on this earlier <laughs> yeah. and just like it's just so funny how it's like I was saying silly you know these women will be like oh you know you know oh I don't want to lift weights it'll make me bulky and I'm yeah. like actually you're shitting on someone who's been working really hard for years to yeah. get that body and you think you're going to get it after lifting weights for two no, weeks no you ain't <laughs> no you ain't babes no you ain't yeah, I see more of that definitely um, face to face because I'm obviously on the gym floor and they're thinking, well, what do you do then? And I'm like, honey, I eat and I lift a lot more than you could imagine. If you tell someone that I'm eating, well, let's say right now, I think I'm on about 2,400 calories. And they're like, oh, and they, that seemed a lot. And I'm like, girl, we're just scratching the surface. I want 3,400 calories before I have to go into a prep. Like, yeah. if you want to diet properly, then you're going to want to start from a really good place. That means put those calories as high yeah. as you can possibly get them. Your body will, will respond yeah. really well as soon as you start dropping. People come to me on 1,500 calories. Well, they're not actually on 1,500 calories. They're on 1,500 calories every three days and then they overeat yeah. because they can't sustain yeah. 1,500 calories because yeah. no one can because it's not that's not enough food. Yeah, It's not realistic. And so there are more than that because they don't include the alcohol and the pizzas at the weekend and the overeating. Um, or you know those borderline binge eatings like episodes which a lot of people have yeah. um, and have come to me and I've got a couple of clients at the minute um, who are who are suffering with that and I've had to just take them away from dieting basically and be yeah. like this is not the right time you cannot diet yeah. if you haven't healed a disorder like that yeah um, super super dangerous and I want people to get out get out of that cycle because it is just that constant like overeat yo-yo restrict yeah. overeat restrict overeat restrict yeah and um, holding shame and guilt mm-hmm. with anything, not just no. food, anything in general is, yeah. Oh, not you know, not good, not good. And it's like trying to work with the mental side of, of not of dieting, but the mental side of your physique yeah. and attaching your happiness to how you look and vice versa. Because if you're not good mentally, then you're not going to be physically no. ever. Or you will be for X amount of time before it rebounds. Yeah, because you can't continue that negative cycle. Yeah. Like it just, it doesn't work like that. It's not serving you. Um, like personally, I have to say that when I felt my best, I wouldn't say I physically looked. Was your leanest? Looked my best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was, it was mad. I only really realised this when I look back at my Instagram, and there's this post that I posted because um, I've got IBS, and so you know my my tummy does kind of like get really bloated sometimes Mm -hmm. um and I remember feeling huge felt so huge and um and what's really funny is I put the post up because I was like I feel really huge but I know it's just because of my bloating and I want other women to like not to realize you know sometimes you will feel really huge and it but it, it it will go it's just bloating and that's natural yeah um 
and I look back and I was tiny. I was absolutely tiny. And that's not to take away that I, I was bloated, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I just remember feeling massive, like oh, so it? huge. And I was I was absolutely tiny. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's crazy. And and even like, I don't know, looking like when I look back, I don't think I ever really like from when I was like, you know, a teenager or whatever. Yeah. I, I think I, I never had thoughts about my body like no. I don't think I ever thought oh god I'm fat I'm this I'm that um and then yeah I like it's, it's just it's just wild like but it's definitely to do with the mindset because like I said times when I felt really really great about my body um I'll look back and I'm actually bigger than say like how I would say if I didn't like I mean I'm fine about it now but like say I, I felt I wasn't as happy as I was if I was leaner than yeah when I look back to when I was bigger and yeah. it just shows you it, it literally is all in the mind all in the mind now your happiest body is not necessarily your leanest I know when I'm at my leanest like we're talking two three weeks out of a competition I'm not happy because I'm that lean mm -hmm. I'm happy because I've chosen to do this and I love the process like yeah. I'm not unhappy for any reason yeah but I'm definitely more joyful and i've got more life yeah. in me right now and i'm what seven kilos yeah heavier yeah but i don't feel or act in any way different to be like it really bothers me to be honest when people come out of the show and you know they put on some body fat which is obviously necessary because it's healthy body fat which hormones for women we need like yeah. for regulation um and we haven't got our cycles you know mm -hmm. what i mean like we need to get that back asap and they're bitching about how they look on social media yeah. and some of them are coaches yeah and they're reflecting their insecurities and their clients are seeing this and thinking yeah. oh shit should i not you know gain weight should i not be is that bad will she judge me if i get yeah i definitely. honestly was like oh about to message people to be like what are you doing like yeah. stop saying you're fat you're literally using the word and i hate that word it's not a fucking yeah. feeling it's not a fucking feeling no you know it's a macro yeah yeah literally. <laughs> what, like i feel x you don't feel fat that's not the it's not the right way to actually describe how you're feeling yeah. um and if i feel like a lump heifer pig emojis and i'm like mate mm -mm, you're giving you're giving weight gain and fat gain a really bad name one yeah and you're also awful. reflecting that onto a lot of girls and women who now think that gaining weight is bad which they do in general and I'm, yeah. I'm out here trying to tell everyone that it's all right to gain body fat like it's yeah. not a big deal your body can change whenever you want it to yeah. you can diet tomorrow i can gain a little bit of fat over the christmas holidays but i can diet tomorrow and it will yeah. be gone and is it bad if i gain fat in the meantime no, no. am i gonna gain probably a couple more kilos yeah right now in order to gain some muscle mm -hmm. you guys are, um my girls i think fat gain like oh my god no we're trying to build muscle here yeah. so with that comes maybe a little bit of fat but if we're controlled and i do it in a controlled way i'm reversing out from a photo shoot i did in december um so i haven't put on a ton of body fat because i have done it really slowly just up the calories again like because it goes the same way when you diet like i said to diet smart yeah. is to go down slowly yeah. and surely the same way to gain smart is to go up slowly and surely yeah so 100%. yeah it's that but a lot of people want it now i need to yeah. gain loads because i want to gain loads of muscle or i need yeah. to lose loads so i've got to lose fat really quickly and i've got two weeks it's such a like i mean obviously you're you're talking coming from like a like kind of like a professional's mm -hmm. side of things and um it, there is so much to think about, isn't it? Oh, I could chat for hours about it. 
Like, like it's really... so, there's so many little details and it, uh, like I have to say, I really enjoyed that part of things. Like, I have to say like doing those competitions, I personally won't, probably won't do another one, but I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. I'm really glad I did it. And one thing that I'm, that I really loved about it is that it really, it really got me in touch with my body mm -hmm. so much. Like I came, became so so oh, in, so intuitive with my body, yeah. and and it's 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 crazy. Like it honestly, is crazy. Like I just I think if anyone wants to do any sort of diet or go in any kind of fitness journey, I'm your girl. Don't <laughs> want to your girl, but also not necessarily do a competition. But I think don't just see it as like, oh, you know, I want to get fit for this holiday. I want to get into the shape for this, or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Do it as a whole thing, like a lifestyle change and just like do it for yourself in the way that you owe it to yourself. Become one with your body. Mm -hmm. Like it is just so important to really listen to your body and become in tune with your body, yeah. your mind and body and soul. Literally, God, you learn once you're in tune with it all. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. I've watched a lot of people who maybe didn't get on well with competing bash it and tell yeah. other girls to stay away from extreme diets and stay away from this. But as someone who loves the sport and who has gained so much from the sport, I, I'm more inclined to be like, I'll tell you the risks because yeah. it is risky. But if you want to do something for yourself, then you should compete. Yeah. Like, I think it's freaking awesome. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I would tell people that there obviously are some risks involved when it comes to, because you've got to have a certain type of personality, but you don't know unless you do it. But you have got to have a certain type of personality that doesn't obsess and doesn't, you know, isn't likely to go into that disordered eating pattern because that can happen um, one way, you know, binge eating or complete restriction. The other, you know, it just, it can go one way or the other. But yeah, if you think that you could handle it, then, I would say do it for the experience because yeah. you just gain so much knowledge about yourself like truly from the inside out and you don't know it unless you put but I think if you put yourself in any situation that is out of your comfort zone so far then you're going to learn because yeah. that is how you learn isn't it you don't yeah. know when you're in your comfort zone you have to be outside of it and that is one way of doing it yeah 100% yeah. 100% and if there's anywhere anyone out there that does want to compete um, obviously Tilly is your girl but also really really do your research um, mm -hmm. on on coaches because what again when anyone whenever I mention to anyone that I've done these competitions they're like oh my god like were you on like no food did you like eat yeah. no food and I'm like no I actually ate so much food more than you like, can imagine literally so much food and I just think there is there are old, really either old school coaches or yeah. I'm not sure like the lingo as such but there are some out there that will have you on tiny amounts of food because that's how they think it works. And, yeah. and it's not like that anymore. No. Um, Plug you with drugs, get you to eat fish and broccoli for five meals a day. And it is out there mm. um, still now. So you have to be, you do have to be careful. And it's hard to know, well, how do I know which coach is good for me? How do I know? You have to do your research and you have to look at their, look at their clients and look at what they're preaching. I'm, yeah. I'm preaching like eat more we can eat anything we can do that then you'd think if you wanted to include that you would go with someone like yeah. that not go with someone who's like oh this girl's on five meals of chicken and broccoli and yeah. rice um uh, okay which my first coach was very old school bodybuilding mm. and whilst he got me freaking lean um my rebound after i competed wow not nice not about i don't know i'd say like eight kilos in 
Six weeks? Yeah, four weeks. Because Easy I do. was not prepared mm -hmm. for... I didn't know, first of all, like yeah. your coach needs to tell, like I said, these yeah. are the risks. Your coach needs to tell you what is likely to happen, what will happen when you finish competing. Did two shows, and after my first one, I, yeah, I just ate what the fuck I wanted because I was so lean. I was one, starving, and two, thought that I could stay that lean because, you know, oh, it's yeah. going to take me ages to lose, to put it back on. Yeah. Mm -mm. No. Not true. And especially and all when all that water weight and oh, all the, the inflammation. Mate, I was a puffer fish. Yeah. I was a puffer fish. Um, and that's again where the mindset would have come in, yeah. where you would have felt so much bigger than you were, even though you did put on weight. Yeah. Because you probably didn't go to the gym as much, you were eating all the wrong foods, mm -hmm. holding on that water, everything. Like, I bet you just, well, this is from my experience. Um, I, because I think, well, I didn't put on like tons, but I just remember post show always just feeling like massive. Yeah, it's the water a lot. I mean, and I was still going to the gym, trying to get rid of the water, but still just wanted to eat everything. I couldn't stop eating. And then it wasn't until I decided to do another prep the same year, which was probably not the best idea. Um, after I was. Yeah, after I'd not reversed properly, which yeah. is what I've done now, obviously, and learned, yeah. well, you can really bring up the calories high and stay, like, lean, which is obviously yeah. what we're looking forward to doing when we compete again. We yeah. want to start from a good place to give yeah. ourselves the best best possible, possible prep. Um, but I didn't give myself a good prep because I just ate a shit ton and yeah. put on loads of body fat really quickly. Yeah. Not muscle. So, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't So nice. I guess leading on from that as well, like coming away kind of from the um, competitions, just people that generally want to kind of like get in shape and want to kind of diet and everything. Mm -hmm. um, I guess like how, how important the reverse dieting is coming yeah. out of that diet phase. Yeah, this is becoming more and more talked about, which I really, really like because people, it's all great losing the weight, uh, then what? you got to keep your coach because you're going to have to know how to build up your calories really nicely, really slowly to get yourself in a good position where you're eating enough to feel good every day. Because yeah, if you say your diet had ended on maybe 1600 calories, like that's quite low, but let's say it dieted, ended on 1600 calories and then you straight away started, you went on holiday and you straight away started drinking loads of alcohol, all the cocktails, all the foods, la la la, and you're probably consuming 3,000 calories, I think that's a pretty good estimate. I know I can clear that in a day, easy. So I'm assuming people on vacation, drinking alcohol, breakfast, lunch, dinner, buffets. We're talking about 3,000 calories. Your body, first off, is gonna react with the water, like we just said, and then fill up those fat cells really quickly because they've been depleted. So that glycogen is going straight to the body, making us look all a bit puffy, a bit inflamed, uh, easily done. But if you, Maybe if we don't take a vacation as an example, because that can be hard to stick to 1600, that straight away, we put those calories up to 2000. Okay, 2000 is a nice number. That's very manageable for a lot of people. We'd take down the cardio you were doing. Let's say you were doing half an hour of stairs. We'd take it down to 15. Like half the cardio, put about 400 calories on. This is, you know, this is just a, an example. Um, and then check in the week after that. How's the body responding? I lost weight on my reverse diet. Like with the first three weeks, we were down a pound and we're like shit what is happening my yeah, food's gone up by probably 800 calories at this point my cardio's more than halved and yeah. we're like still holding out now we're just maintaining so yeah time to then slowly increment and this has been i did a shoot in december so well, i mean it's probably about four check-ins i think and yeah for the first three it was maintaining yeah. had a little bit of a jump now which is good to see that obviously we are responding to the food 
and we'll just slowly start putting some more food in. So my maintenance calories could be anywhere from 2,600 to 3,000. Yeah. And that's what I want for females. Like, how cool. You can walk around feeling fucking awesome, going out for dinner, not thinking twice, not feeling guilty, knowing that, learning and knowing yeah. that actually, yeah, what you eat one day might bump up the scale because of the water weight, sodium, yeah. glycogen. But then after that, that's not fat gain. Mm-hmm. And after that, just drops off and you continue to be able to eat that much, yeah. training good, feeling good, having energy, having a high libido, digestion's great, you know, life's fucking good. Yeah, the thing is as well, it's like, look, you're putting in all this effort mm-hmm. to to diet down, to get yourself to a certain weight, to a certain body composition, whatever your mm-hmm. goal is, right? And it's like you've put in all that effort, you don't want to just throw that away because yeah. that's essentially what will happen. Yeah. It's like you know you need you you don't want to see it basically you kind of i'm I'm guessing is the best way to see it is don't see the kind of the goal weight the goal body composition whatever as the end goal Mm -hmm. because otherwise it's like where do you go from there yeah it has to continue to be a whole thing yeah 100 percent. that's what i would say to people like this is your life. Yeah. Like this is not, there's never an end goal. Mm. There's like, because it's your life. It's yeah. an everyday living experience. Yeah. This is where it's like, you need to make it your lifestyle. And in a way, do you know what? That first goal, that first, you know, figure that you want to go on mm-hmm. holiday with, it's actually just the beginning. Yeah. Because it, it's such an amazing journey. And once you do bring fitness and food and you really start understanding it, and getting to grips with it and you know noticing changes in your body and in your mind Mm -hmm. everything you won't want to stop it because it's 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 addicting it's great it is in a good way yeah it's like food's a huge part of our lives we can't lie we all eat every day we have to so it's like starting to understand the food that you eat and how it impacts you how you feel yeah is what's life changing because it's like paying attention to people would ask me like how do I know if this doesn't digest well how do I know if I'm don't like this well listen like what's your body telling you I don't have any problems with digestion that I know of I did eat some bad turkey yesterday but I think everyone would have a digestive issue if they ate bad turkey but you know what I mean like I can digest whey I can digest dairy and that kind of stuff but if I notice, oh, my belly feels a bit funny or it's, I'm a bit bloated, yeah. I will be able to know what that's from because I pay attention to how I feel yeah. after I eat food. Yeah. Like straight away, I was thinking, I probably shouldn't have eaten that. <laughs> that was out of date. I <laughs> ate it anyway because yeah. I'm lazy. Yeah. And I didn't want to go to the shop, but yeah, I did not have a nice day yesterday. <laughs> oh, bless you. That do you know what I mean? sound nice. Yeah, so last morning I woke up, I was all inflamed, it was check-in day, and I was like, yeah, I hate bad turkey, what what can I say? But that's life. Yeah. Because we're going to have days where we eat bad food, or we're going to have gone off food, like not bad as in the food itself, gone off food. We're going to have days when we're out on birthdays, holidays, date nights. You have to learn to fit it in. Yeah. You cannot, it's unrealistic people come to me and tell me they want to be on the ball for four months, three months, two months, whatever, la la la, no, you know, no going off plan, all structure. And I'm thinking, I love the, you know, the, the goal there. I love the, the way you're coming at it, yeah. but understand because then the week after they'll have a birthday 
or they'll have, oh, I've been invited to, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That is what life is. You will have to go yeah. and do things. You will have to, you can't, you can take your time of where to burn yeah. those. I've done it. Yeah. I've been that person. But my goal is extreme. And if you're a lifestyle client, I don't expect you to take your time of where to parties. Yeah. I want you to go and enjoy the food. Yeah. Because we can move on. Yeah. It's not going to reflect. That's it's the not thing. going to stop you from getting to your goal. No, 100%. And like, I guess as well, for people out there that are maybe thinking, oh God, you know, I, I don't really have any sort of goal that I want to work towards. I just, you know, want to feel better in, in, in general. Mm -hmm. Like what, what like advice would you give, give them for that? Feeling better is in feeling... To say like, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that, you know, would maybe think, oh, well, do I need a coach? You know, I'm not wanting to get kind of down to a certain weight mm -hmm. for a holiday or or anything like that. I, I think there's a lot more people now that are becoming a little bit more kind of, um, I guess, a kind of... Oh my God, I can't speak. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, aware of what they're eating. Yeah. Like, I think this is actually what is I'm hoping the food industry is going that way where mm -hmm. people are becoming more aware of what they're eating mm -hmm. and what that's doing to their body. The relationship with the and, gut and I guess there was that whole thing, you know, the Stephen Bartlett. I haven't listened to it yet oh. where they were talking about the calories. And it's a real yeah, I loved it. I mean I actually haven't listened to it yet. Um I watched it and straight away I went on Instagram <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Um, but I guess like there is just, I guess there is more to food than calories. Maybe that's where he's coming from. I don't know. Yeah, so that's a whole other thing mm -hmm. to go down. But what I'm trying to, why I kind of brought that up was I, it's good that like it, these things are coming to light. Yeah. I'm sure a lot more people are then now very thinking more about what they're eating what it's actually going to do to their body yes rather than just eating to eat and and or eating just to diet or eating to look a certain way yeah exactly yeah. eating to lose weight eating to put on weight or or just eating in general i know there's loads of people out there that kind of eat what they eat and they're happy kind of with yeah. their body and what yeah. they're doing but i guess it's that whole thing of like changing up making sure that the food that you are putting in your body is is good and nutritious and everything yeah so he made some good points which were what we're eating is eating to depression because yeah. how your gut and your brain is connected yeah is yeah super important obviously it makes sense if you are putting i don't this is a i don't like to use the word shit food because yeah. i don't believe food you know we shouldn't Food is my feelings. We can't guess it's kind of bad, like, but let's say ultra bad. Yeah. Ultra processed yeah. food. Ultra processed. If you ingested ultra processed food for the majority of your food intake, then yeah, you're probably not going to feel good. I break out in acne. Yeah. Like, I react, my outer just reacts in, in that way. The bloat, the water, the skin. Like, so I know what I'm doing isn't, and that doesn't mind, I mean that the scale is going up. Yeah. But I can just visually see changes when I take in food that is not as nutritious as eating just the yeah, whole ground foods with low ingredients, you know? Yeah. Um, the more natural, the better. But yeah. every now and again, will I have a pizza? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course I will. Like... If I would enjoy life. Do you know what I mean? That's what you enjoy. Yeah. That's what, so I'm never, never going to say we need to cut out everything because it doesn't work like that. It's yeah. not realistic. And I preach being realistic. But yeah, it, your, so your original question was if you don't really want to change anything, but you want to start feeling better, if you don't know how, then yeah, get a coach. Yeah. It's as simple as that. 
if you don't know how, but you want to know what is in food, you want to learn maybe how to macro track, or you want to learn what carbs do, what protein does, what fats are for, then yeah, why wouldn't you get a coach? Even if you just do a month or two, not because yeah. you want a huge transformation, yeah. because you want to learn something. That's the thing. That's what, because I like, think, learn from your coach, use them. I think why I asked that question is because I think a lot of people associate um, coaches or like, you know, PTs, whatever, with, with, doing a big transformation yeah and it's like you you don't need to sign up to a coach or a pt or whatever to have this big transformation yeah. it's actually just for you to learn about your yeah. own body about the foods that you eat and and just to really understand all of that mm -hmm. that is i would say is is the main reason yeah to do that because i will ask you obviously what your goal is but yeah if you tell me that oh, i don't really have one i just want to learn cool you've said it then that is your goal you want to learn yeah. something from me ask me ask me anything you want that is what i'm here for i asked my first coach a lot of questions and i learned a lot here i am five years later four years four years later applying what i've learned from coaches and what i'm continuing to learn all the time yeah to my work because yeah. if i don't how, how do you think i learned all this i didn't have a fucking clue like i said like i was training all the time yeah and i wasn't putting in my body what my body needed in order to build the physique that i now have because i learned how to because i asked questions and because i applied it every day there's no good just asking learning and not applying so yeah. like with your physique or with anything because you have to actually like take that knowledge <laughs> read all the books right thing but if you don't do anything exactly then you don't change don't take so mm -hmm. yeah it's all it's all well and good learning but if you don't take the action then nothing changes if nothing changes nothing changes yeah i love that quote yeah it can seem That's like it. such a massive thing like this whole diet culture fitness culture everything and i know obviously you know, especially at the beginning of the year, people want to mm. want to make those changes. And do you know what? It's great if that if you're the thing is how how I sort of see it personally is if your mind is going there, yeah, you want to do something about it. So respect yourself and do something about it. Yeah. Um. So what what do you think is the the if you could give someone advice um, who is sitting at home thinking. I want to change something about me. It's very overwhelming. Um, I feel like I want to get more fit, more healthy. I want to do something for myself. I want to yeah. feel better about myself. Yeah. Um, tell us your what, what advice would you give give those people? So again, like if you don't know what your how to get to your goal and you're overwhelmed, then you need to speak to a coach. Yeah. We're not scary. We don't bite. We love helping. That's why we do what we do. Yes. So if someone like PBR, they come to me and they're like, I'm really interested, but I just have no idea where to start. Okay, let's set up a call. So you yeah. can ask me anything you want. I don't bite. You know, I'm, I try and be nice. Yeah. And walk you through what it is you're looking for, how I can help you, because I'm there to help you. Yeah. Like if you don't know how many hours of cardio you should be doing or how low of food, like, whoa, why are we even thinking you need to do hours of cardio? Like, where are you getting this from? And I'm not going to make, I never make anyone feel stupid. Like, that's a, I, I've read, you know, I love seeing other content creators' stuff and reading their comments and watching how they respond to people and think, you've made that person feel stupid or you're just overwhelming them even more. Like, oh, just be basic start with the basics always yes. you know get those that's why i love that tracker that i have because it's just like tick off the boxes the little ones the sleep the steps and take yeah. it day by day slowly but surely you will evolve and you will be the person that you want to be but you have to take the first step you do you owe, like you said you owe it to yourself yeah to take the first step 
forward. And what does that look like for you? If you can't do it by yourself and you keep going around in a circle and ending up mm. feeling like a failure and getting in a rut, yeah. then yeah, speak to speak to a coach because yeah. they're, they're there to help you. Yeah. And I'm not just like plugging myself. No, no, no. But, but it, I try, I try yeah. to, I'm like, whether I was a coach or not, I've had coaches. I yeah. you know, got a coach because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So why wouldn't I? I've lived that experience. So why wouldn't I tell other people, well, this is what I did. I went to a coach. That is when yeah. my physique changed. That is when my life changed. Yeah. So why wouldn't I tell people just not because I'm a coach, but I guess go like go out and get the help. Mm-hmm. Like if you feel that you don't have it in you or you don't really know what the first step to take. Yeah. I guess the first step to have, take have is someone to tell, tell you. Yeah, to help to get someone to tell you. Literally. Because a lot of people do have very like high stress jobs and not saying that they that's a bad thing. I just mean as in like People have these jobs that like need a lot from them, mm-hmm. and you know, it's their their life outside work takes a backseat, and it shouldn't do. I know, and it doesn't it have does. to yeah. because there's people like you yeah. that's around that wants to help them, mm-hmm. and um, I guess that's yeah, a really good good place to start if if people don't know where to. Yeah, if yeah. you don't know what to do, have someone tell you. Yeah, literally. Exactly. Listen, I write people plans. You don't have to think about anything. Your diet's here, your output's here, and if you've done it, yes or no, take the boxes, it's here. Like, yeah. the most simple things you could need to to move forward, to get yeah. you where you want to go. Because, yeah. yeah, not many people do know where to start because it is confusing because there is so much information out there and yeah. a lot of it's not right. A lot of it yeah. will tell you about maybe keto, maybe intermittent fasting. Like, oh, should I just do this? If I speak to people and they tell me, oh, yeah, do you, like, should I just intermittent fast? And I thought... Oh, what? I said, why would you think, does that work for you? Why would you, you know, automatically jump to yeah. that? Oh, because I did it before and I lost those weight. And I said, and how much have you put back on? Yeah. You know, just usually double. General. And she yeah. said, yeah, I've put on more than like, I said, yeah. that's interesting. So why would you do the one thing that you actually failed at? Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't maintain it, it didn't work. Yeah. That's a simple one. I think that needs to be maybe put out there more like, you have, then you have to reverse properly. And who yeah. reverses an intermittent fasting? Like, I don't see, I don't see yeah. that. And I don't see intermittent fasting being realistic because... I think as well, like, you also don't necessarily have to put a name on that, mm-hmm. intermittent fasting, because I think a lot of people do it without realising and it will work for them. Yeah. But sometimes I think once you put a label on something, it suddenly becomes something this big I thing. And it, yeah, I think that's where, like sometimes labeling things just don't put a label to it yes. just just do what fits into your life mm-hmm. and that's what i guess what coaches will also help yeah. do and i guess one of the other main things to get a coach is with any habit or anything that you want to change the be- one of the best ways to keep it going is to have someone that will keep you accountable 100%. whether that be your friend that you tell them that oh you know yeah. i want to start doing xyz every day i'm mm-hmm. going to tell you that i do this you know, if you're stopping smoking or whatever, you, you'll tell one of your friends or someone you live with, your yeah. partner. And I guess, yeah, that is one of the main things is, is keeping yourself accountable. Yeah, so I check in with my coach every Thursday and every Sunday as sort of accountability, but for the same reason, like, oh, you have, why do you need a coach if you're a coach? Because one, I'm learning constantly. Yeah. And two, I need the same way that you need someone to just be like, this is what, this is what we're doing. Yeah. This is what I want you to do, especially yeah. when it comes to prep. Like you need that second mm. eye when you're dieting yeah. because you tell yourself you're not lean enough yeah. and you're freaking But lean. also you want to put all your energy into your clients. Yes. Just like, like I was saying with people's jobs that take over in the day or whatever, 
um, you want to be able to just let someone else tell you what to do exactly, exactly. while you're learning as well, yeah. which will ultimately bring more only better to your clients. Only, it only gets better and better the more I learn, the more I can give. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like a lot of people chop and change coaches to try and learn something else and I think that's interesting yeah. it's good you know you're taking this and then the week later you're with this person and you take a little bit of everything and apply it to you and that's fine but um yeah I have been with Charlotte for I don't know two two years a year and a half I think and we've made really good progress and yeah. obviously since being with her I've learned just a slightly different approach definitely not as um old school bodybuilding as my first coach but more in the sense that she's she's good as a as a female, I think, because this is why I want to coach females only. Because I relate to her, she relates to me, she's been through what I go through. I don't want to coach I do coach males, but I don't want to market myself as a male coach. I only want to be females only because I haven't been in your shoes. I haven't walked in your shoes. So yeah. I don't know what it's like whereas with females i have dieted i do have a menstrual cycle i know what it's like when you have a breakup i've been you know i've been there so i can actually i can help you better than i can help a guy and i think it's important as a coach to realize who you can help yeah. and how to say no to people yeah because you know, i'm still not great at saying no because i want to help everyone but i had a business coach and he was like no you have a niche you need to know who they are what they do how old they are, what they want. And I thought, yeah, yeah, I know you're right, actually, because I'm like, I can help, yeah, everyone, I, yeah. I can. And if you do come to me and you are a male, I'm, I can help you, yeah. I've got male clients. But yeah, definitely for females, I want to apply me as a female and what I relate to, to you. Yeah. I can help you better if I know what you're going through. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I guess as well, like, people may be thinking, oh, you know, but do I, does this mean I have to have a coach my whole life? And it's like, no, no, you don't. It's, it's, it could just be to have someone there to teach you all the things that you need to learn. Yeah. And then you're kind of send you on your way. Yeah. I haven't always had a coach. I definitely, I stopped coaching after, after the first batch competitions in 2019, I took a break. Mm. And then from 2020 to 2021, I took another break. Cause you, know, you yeah. don't need to be coached all the time. Yeah. Well, I guess it's different though with, with like, trying to become With, a pro and yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I just meant, I was just referring to, you know, people in the kind of everyday life. Yeah, in general. But then if I wasn't aiming for my pro card now, yeah. then yeah, I wouldn't have a coach. Yeah, because I definitely. have learned what I need to, to apply, yeah, to take yeah. me for my life. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's the great thing about coaching is I'm like, I'm not going to be a, your coach yeah. forever. I don't want yeah. to be your coach forever. I want you to learn yeah. from me in the months that we are together or the years that we're together. And I want you to take that and move forward. Because yeah. you think I'm going to be tracking my food in the old people's home when I'm 18? No. no, I'm not. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, it's not a forever thing. Like, We're going to go through different phases in our lives that are going to bring different habits and different yeah. things. And But also need to remember that it takes a long time to shift habits around. Mm -hmm. So you really have to give it a go. You really yeah. have to give it a go. You give it your everything and then slowly back off. Or reverse out of it almost like mm -hmm. don't switch is what a lot of people do is that they get they get to their goal and then they just dump all the habits and all the yeah. things that they learned that got them there and what do you think is gonna happen you think you're gonna stay there that's the thing it's you like your i feel as well you. like once you're creeping up to coming like to the end of your goal like well sorry to reaching your goal you need to 
go and put in another goal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that's why as well they do say, you know, set goals as well that in your in your head, part of you think it's not really attainable. Yeah. Because then that's you're co- you're constantly going for that and it's always gonna be just the journey. Mm-hmm. And along those we- along along that journey, have little goals little goals to get to, but you know that, that those goals aren't the end because there's another goal coming. And that's a good way to keep it going. What's your goals? My goals. Yeah, what are your little goals? What are your big goals? Well, at the moment, actually, I was overwhelming myself with goals that I've got, you know, for the year. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm one of those people that, like, I would leave my homework to the last minute. I would do, you know, when I was in school and everything. So for me, personally, I've realised that setting goals, like, you know, for six months' time, a year's time, it's very difficult for me to get the momentum going and to actually start doing it because... Again, I left things to the last minute. So, um, personally, at the moment, you know, it's my birthday at the beginning of March. Okay. And um, I'm going to be heading into the 33rd year of my life. A bit scary. But I've given myself that little goal to, well, a few goals to reach um, and to go into the 33rd year to do that. And so that's only in about six weeks' time or whenever it is that this podcast comes out. Yeah. But to me, that's like... I love that. I'm like, you know, because it's kind of like a, you know, it's it's close, but it's still far away that yeah. I know I will be able to reach those goals because they're not massive ones. It, they're mainly just to sort out my routine and like get back in the gym and like there's a few like stuff to do with work and the podcast and everything. Um, and then I know leading up to my birthday, I'll set some other goals for another few months time. Yeah. And kind of once you, once you give like... Once you do hit those goals and stuff, you have more confidence in yourself, more self-respect. Like, you want to show up for yourself. And yeah. you, you know that you can get there. So the confidence is the main thing. Believing that you can get to those mm-hmm. goals is the main thing. Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, how how I'm finding it best, I mean, I'm still in the process. We'll see, we'll see yeah. when, I get, get, when I get to my birthday to see if I've reached those goals. But that's how, that's how I personally am. Um, going about goal setting this year yeah. is setting kind of smaller, shorter Small, ones, okay. but also having those long-term goals, yeah. but not just focusing on, okay, I'm going to get there in six months. Me personally, that isn't how it works um, in my brain. Cause I'll leave it till the last minute. If it's too in the fifth away. month, I'll be like, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but also having a plan. Like I, over the years, I'll set all these goals and I don't give myself a plan. Yeah. I, I And how the hell are you going to get to that goal without a plan? 100%. Do you know what I mean? A goal without a plan is a dream. Yeah. Well, thank you coming up with all the quotes today. Like, because, but I saw that and I was like, oh my God, you're so right. Yeah, I, I want a million things. They're all dreams if I don't have a plan of action. Yeah, yeah. because it's, it's true. It's like, well, okay, all you're doing is looking at this bit of paper and being like, you know, I, I, I want this. And it's just like, okay, that's all well and good. But how are you actually going to get there? Where's the roadmap? You, yeah, you don't Where, really know how, how you're going to get there. It's, it's like you're just walking blind. around like, with your hand, yeah, blind, not knowing what to do. Um, so just to wrap it all up, mm-hmm. um, I want you to give us three three things. It can be more, can be less, okay. whatever you think. Three main things that you would say that you do now. Well, three main things that shaped your life to how, how you live now. Three main things that shaped my life. Okay, I I started being authentic to myself, to no one else, to what makes me happy. I stopped, and this is obviously goes with the same thing, I stopped people pleasing mm-hmm. and stopped saying, 
yes to make other people happy. I yeah. actually had to be like, no, what do you want to do this? Does this make you happy or are you doing it for someone else? Are you doing it for yourself or are you doing it for someone else? So I'm authentically doing what I want always. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not non-negotiable okay. now. Um, number two, I think it's owning, owning stuff, owning who I am. Um, that does slide in with being authentic, but I'm not shying away from what I believe in and what I want to be because I, for a long time, wanted to present myself online, especially for, I think probably business reasons, to be like, I'm relatable, like I'm just like you and I just, you know, I want to be slim and I want to look like this. And then I was like, that's a lie. You don't, you're a fucking wow. Like, own it, you know? Yeah. So I start, I literally just, I just take my top off now. I'm flexing, like, for the gram. And I'm like, yeah, I built some muscle. Like, what, we're going to do, hide it? Like, I was literally hiding the six pack and hiding, like, the muscles because I wanted to come across in a certain way, like a girly six pack. So I wanted girls to be like, oh, I wanted... I want what you look like because you don't look bulky. And that's yeah. what I, like, and I, because I was one of them and I had to change it to be like, you know, actually I'm not freaking bulky. I've just got muscles when I flex. Like, yeah. I'm going to own it. So I started owning who I was, which again makes me pretty authentic. And then finally, mm, I guess setting boundaries for myself yeah. and for the people that come into my life. Um, I know what I want and I'm not going to sacrifice things that I want and my happiness for someone else so boundaries and i don't mean i never like tell them to people i don't tell no. them to the person i'm dating yeah, of course. but i know what they are and if you cross them i'm gonna have a conversation with you and if you don't change because of it then we don't really move forward yeah because those are my boundaries like yeah i don't want to say what well, we're on the cusp of them at the minute but there's yeah. there's a boundary and it's getting close to being crossed yeah. And the time will come when I'm like, mm, do I really want to go with this or not? Or yeah. is it not, you know, it's not serving me. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. So there are my big ones, being authentic, owning it and accepting your boundaries or like having boundaries. Yeah. Just setting them, I think. Setting them and sticking to them. And sticking to them. Because it's no good saying you will never have this and you will never tolerate this and then letting that slide. Like, yeah. where's that? No, where's that respect for yourself? Like, yeah. mm-mm. So yeah, it's just sticking to the boundaries that I've set and actually that's always harder than, easier said than done, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're kind of going to start practicing what we preach. 2023 is going to be yeah. a big year for that, I think. So who knows what's going to happen. Oh, amazing. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. My absolute pleasure. It's been amazing. I'm sure we'll have you on again because there's so much to talk about. And yes. I'm sure. Well, when I'm a pro, maybe get me back and we can talk about what we've learned. Yes. <laughs> the journey to pro. No, we will. We will. When you, when you do become a pro. 100% it's happening. There's like, yeah. That's a boundary. I've said that for myself. Yeah, like, no. We're not walking away from 2023 without having that. No, I have no doubt because you, you've done incredible. Your your journey from when I've met you mm-hmm. first to, to, you know, winning yeah. the other ones that are actually last year, kind yeah. of men. Yeah. Were a lot. Mm-hmm. You've done it incredible. Thanks. So, so anyway, thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure.